back to Ales and Tales podcast. Thank you for joining us. My name is Mike Mercurio, and with me are my co-hosts and beer buddies, Michael Haas and Ben Preer. And uh, our goal, of course, is to bring three different views to you on a wide range of beer. There's so many great options out there, and equally many that are not that great. Also, we're going to bring you some history, if any, uh, and hopefully this will be entertaining for you guys. Uh, so today we're going to review the Duchess de Bourgogne. Bourgogne, yeah, Bourgogne. Bourgogne. The Duchess de Bourgogne. I just got to think like Swedish chef. Bourgogne. <laughs> and, uh, it sounded more like a chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. I don't do voices or impressions very well. This is a uh, an authentic Belgian ale. And then below that it says product of Belgium, which would make sense. Uh, it says Duchess de Bourgogne is an authentic Flemish red ale brewed and bottled in Belgium. This refined ale, also known as... The Burgundies of Belgium is a blend of beer matured in different oak casks for many months. I don't so, know how many, many is, but... Well, it's, a, it's actually a blend of an older beer and a, a younger beer. They'll take some beer and age it for about 18 months, and they'll take a, a younger beer, generally around about eight months, and then blend them together. So, and it kind of comes, you see, in like a champagne bottle with the, the, the cork on there with the, the fat bottom. Um... It's it's named after the the Duchess of Burgundy, hence the the whatever you said it was the, the Burgundy of yeah the Burgundy of beers beer. or yep Burgundy um, of Belgium yeah Burgundy of Belgium there we go okay that's a gold medal World Beer Cup rated exceptional beverage mm-hmm. so right. so this was gonna be a fun one for you uh, Mercurio um, it is fall does fall into the sour family uh, oh, I know no. how you feel about those <laughs> not your favorite. <laughs> Um, so this, this is going to be an interesting experiment. This is a, a, a Flanders red, so it's not like puckeringly sour. Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, for those of you who've not had sour beer before, I recommend you never try. No, I'm kidding. He's lying. Drink it. It's delicious. Uh, it is unique. <laughs> It's delicious if you like stuff that doesn't taste good. <laughs> that is a great description. And we will do some unfortunate testing. Testing. You shouldn't have told us. You should have just like, like let, just let, let it happen. Let sprung it on you. Now I'm going to be anticipating have you, have, you ever, have you ever had a sour? I've had one sour. And okay, so there's there's a lot of varieties. Well, Goza, you know, Goza, I think you said before. You I've had a Goza, which we're going to be the, testing in a future episode. And they fall into the sour family. Yay. So, yeah, right? But I didn't know it was a sour, and I think that made it... Well, that's what I'm saying. This, this, <laughs> yeah, this is like yeah. Taste of this, yeah, that, you know, and then you get hit with a curveball. You get wheat and hops, and instead you get garbage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it tastes like a garbage can. That's fantastic. Well, let's pop it. Yeah. All right. So this uh, is. Well, uh, before we do, actually, let's get Mike, our resident artist, to uh, give us a description of the bottle. There's a lot to work with. <laughs> you're you're more of an artist than I am. You actually paint. Okay, so, yeah, uh, I thought it was a wine bottle. Uh, ben corrected me earlier. It's more of a champagne bottle. Uh, it's it's super dark. It looks black. Uh, it's got a nice little painting on the front. Uh, with uh, It looks like, I don't know, maybe like Mona Lisa's sister. <laughs> uh, Mona, See, folks, Mona Barbara. This is so much better than seeing a picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's You're minimal. Get all that from just looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> the design, there's not a whole lot to it. It's pretty minimal. It's got mm-hmm. some text that has the name on it, and flip it around to the back, and it's just got the ingredients. So 
So what I do notice is they are using a dark green glass bottle, which is <clears throat> typical of anything that you're trying to keep sunlight from messing with, mm-hmm. similar to wine. So mm-hmm. brown, uh, so brown's like better, greens. but yeah, some so. people still choose to use green for some reason, probably cheaper. Mm. So it's got a metal twist top. So we're going to take that off, and I'm going to try and not shoot anybody in the head here. Oh. Boom! When do we bring the knife out and scrape it and do the party trick? <laughs> we just pop I've always in. wanted to do a saber move, man. You take the saber and just... Yeah. Knock off the top of the, gl- uh, the bottle. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen people really fail that a few times. I was at a party and someone did it successfully not nice. too long ago. All right, so we're going to pour this real quick. And uh, as far as how it looks, by the way, the bottle, so you guys can see it in case you decide you want to go uh, get it, I will post that on our Instagram page as well. And so this is pouring kind of a brownish red. So you see a little bit of the red tint to it, not very much. Especially as he's pouring, you can kind of pick it out um you know so ben you mentioned there's two different ways to drink this is the cold and then we need to let it air for a while well yeah it's I don't know, it's not so much a little bit it's about temperature i like to let it warm up um so it's just popped it is aged in wine barrels and i do find that when i drink a beer that's been aged in wine barrels uh it, it does help to let it breathe and kind of like you would a glass of red wine okay um so do we need to swirl this swirl it do whatever you like man so what we can do, we'll go ahead and try this, and then we may uh, cut for 15 minutes just to let it sit, and then we can try it again. So first, the nose. It's whoa. It's already better warmed up than mm. it is dead cold. It's, it's got some stank <laughs> on it. It does. It's got a little funk to it. It smells like a sour wine. It's very wafty. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of mm. like it's kind of like lemonade, where it's just tangy enough once you. Yes. What you want to drink some more? <laughs> it's got tang to it. So it's got a kind of a, a like a nut brown ale color to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really red. It was kind of amber, I guess. You get the, especially if you just catch the light off the bottom of the glass, you can really see the red in it. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, there was the first sip. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> it's too tangy. Oh, no, so good. I love it. Oh, no, let's see what we got here. Oh. Well, if y'all don't like it, I'm glad I got it cheap. <laughs> That's not terrible no there's a lot going <laughs> it's on with not it. good but yeah you, you really kind of almost have to like take a moment of zen and shut your eyes and embrace it and just kind of explore <clears throat> the funk explore and you get, the funk explore the funk and there's the, there's the phrase of the day folks go out and explore the funk you know you get a little bit of the oak little, little cherry tartness you know yeah. like tart cherry i get yeah i will definitely give it oh there's a lot of cherry it tastes like a very heavily fermented beer as if beer isn't already fermented it took it like a few stages farther when you, you said know? cherry that made it feel a little bit better when it yeah. took that second drink <laughs> it's, it's it's not the mystery fung if yeah. i just think about the cherries tart, tart cherry mm-hmm. it's like lemon so i get lemon rind i get a mm-hmm. lot of cherries i get dates um maybe some um i said it before and i'll say it again mm-hmm. i love the stuff that you come up with Varnish. I would have never picked out dates or varnish. I do get varnish. Varnish. There you uh, have it, folks. This beer tastes like varnish. And uh, what's the stuff that uh, prunes? Almost like prune juice. Also, it's got just a lot of that. That kind of. I don't know. I don't know exactly. I legitimately don't know. See, that's what blows my mind. I guess it's been a while since I had prunes. Like I try to think in my head, <laughs> the flavor of dates compared to the flavor of prunes, and I just my brain doesn't comprehend it. Okay, Same. so. To give it its fair dues, the more I drink of it, the better it is. Mm-hmm. I also get I get the the barrel. I get the the oak from the barrels. Um, there is a whiskey quality to it. Mm-hmm. I get a little. I don't know if I would go quite that far. 
Um, I definitely eat a little bit of oak. It doesn't cross into the whiskey boundary for me. It's got kind of like does. Do you, I, I get kind of like this a whiskey dry, ginger ale. like this dry bite after the like immediately after the tang. Just like a little bit of bitterness mm-hmm. to it. It gets the side of your tongue, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of vanishes. It is a clean. Like, after it's gone, like, after the, it's, I mean, the sip goes down, it is clean. It's a pretty popular beer. I would tell everyone where it was brewed, but I can't pronounce it. Mm-hmm. So you just have to look Give it, it up shot. online. Verhage. Yep, that's Verhage right. Brewery, maybe? <laughs> V-E-R-H-A-E-G-H-E. Well, it's in Belgium, so. Yeah, and there in, you in look the for town, I can't pronounce. Verhage in Belgium. Um, all right, so... I say we, we pour another glass, we let it sit for about 15 minutes, we take a break, and we come back. All right, sounds like a plan. So we're going to pour another one, we're going to take a, a, a cut, and then we'll be back in just a second. All right, we're back. So it's been about 15 minutes, so uh, we're going to give this another shot. So the head on the beer has done some weird stuff. It looks like... It, it looks like a Petri dish. Yeah, it does. Might it have, looks like mold in a yeah. Petri yeah, dish. Splotches <laughs> of it's, just, it's yeah. not even anymore. I don't know what's going on with it's, that. But it's the the I mean it's the funky yeast. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's the, the funk that has now. risen to the top. Yeah, it is extra funk smelling now. Now the the warmth mm-hmm. increases the funk. Mm-hmm. Uh, gym shorts and uh, yeah. sweaty oh, socks. Wow. I was just we, picturing this coming through like a sweaty sock, like being filtered. <laughs> yeah. But it completely changes it. Like it's so much more mellow now. It's not as abrasive. It doesn't have that. <laughs> So all the funk has left the beer. It has now mm. entered the at, the atmosphere. It's, I tell you, it's more delicious. You can leave it sitting on the table for 45 minutes. It'll just get better and better. Okay, that's weird. It did. So taking a sip. It's completely different, isn't it? It's it's like twice as sweet as it was before. It's it's almost like, for, it's almost, well, I was going to say fermented grapes. Hey, genius. Hey, Wine. Wow. wow. Um, it's amazing how that works. You should do that. <laughs> you, you, you mean like it, it breathed and those wine flavors came out? Yeah, that's funny. It really is. It, it tastes way yeah. more. It's almost like a, a Zinfandel. It breathed, it breathed. Anyways. A rosé, a Zinfandel. Like kind of those. I don't know, man. That's strange. It's not bad. Like the more I drink of this, the more I like it, which could be the alcohol affecting me, but that's it's pretty like good. 6%. Okay, in that case, not. Yeah, I think yeah, the other one was like 5.2. For it to be aged and everything else, I would have expected it to be higher. I would have thought this would be a high-gravity beer. Yeah, no, I, I agree with what you said. It's noticeably sweeter on that first sip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got a little bit of a maple. A little it's, bit of maple not, it's, it's more cherry and less tart cherry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's sweetened up. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, let's give it some ratings. What do we got? Uh, shoot. Someone else go. <clears throat> <laughs> well, you already know I love this beer. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of a good Flanders Red. There's a lot of them out there that are just flat and one noted, and I think this one has a lot of depth and character to it. Um, it's kind of one of those beers where, as you've seen, as you let it sit, as you drink it, as you go through the bottle, it kind of changes up, and so you'll pick out little bits here, mm-hmm. little bits there. This is a solid eight out of ten for me. Uh, a buy it if you see it. Um, it's the the beer that you can't pronounce. <laughs> what was it again? Um, Duchess de Bourgogne. 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 Oh, Bourgogne. Bourgogne. Yeah. Like Bologna. Bourgogne. The Duchess of Burgundy. Huh. Yeah. So, so I, it's solid beer for me. Go get it. Yeah, I, I'd give it a, I'd give it a B plus. I think this is a good, like if you're gonna have a beer tasting, this is one I would say would be worthwhile. This is something you guys could open and do just like we did. Open it. Have a sip, you know, sit around for a while, try another beer, do a little bit of something else, come back to it, and then try it again. It really does affect it. You're good. That's good. I mean, it's it's 
This is not, for the record, something that I would go out of my way and be like, yep, today I'm going to drink Burgundia. Mm. This is not going to happen. But for something like a tasting yeah. or something, this is worthwhile. So, so since you said you wanted to hold off before you gave your rating, <laughs> uh, funny story of how I found it. We were at, uh, I can't think of the name, a little spot where it had a like, tap room. You could shop, and, you know, shop for your six-pack. And me and my buddy Jeff are in there. And I'm looking around at all the beers. First time in there. And I just I wanted to find something. I wanted to buy a six pack. I had a bunch of stuff I never had before and I couldn't side, I couldn't side, I couldn't side. I mean it got to the point where he looked at me and it was just like, dude, you've gotta pick something, we gotta go. It just took me that long. I was like, all right, whatever. Get in the candy store, I want that. I was looking I at that. some of the sours, <laughs> I saw this, didn't know what it was, didn't have a price tag on it, shouldn't have known better, grabbed it. Because I passed up a lot of a lot of beers because they were too expensive. Mm-hmm. And I get the counter and the bomber is twenty bucks. Like twenty two attacks. And I'm going so much for not getting anything too expensive. I was like, whatever. I said I'm going to buy it. I'm buying it. And I took it home, and I think I was watching Game of Thrones that night and drank it and loved it. <laughs> so that's there my story go. about how I discovered this beer. This seems like a good beer to drink with Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's got that. For whatever reason. Got that aged, raw mead slash, you know. Yeah, very, Euro- very European. Brewed in a horse's trough kind right? of thing. I don't know. It's not, oh, yeah. <laughs> makes you think it's like wild... Wild yeast ale they brewed back in the day when there were no dragons from the earth. Yeah, no regulations, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike, give us your rating. Uh, You know, I'll probably go go six and a half out of ten. Okay. That's pretty good from from Mike on a sour beer. I mean, Mm -hmm. I chose well. This is not the sourest of sours. True. I had some that were... Like mm, like, like the Goza that had the Goza. The Goza. The Goza. There was a Noza. Um... Yeah, no, six and a half for me. I I like what you said, Mike. I think it's a good conversational beer. Like if you're gonna mm. break it out at a uh, like tasting, uh, I think it's definitely got cool characteristics to it. But yeah, not anything I'm gonna grab to drink on the weekend or if I'm hanging out by the pool. Yeah, this is not a by the pool. No, kind of beer. yeah, I'll agree with that. This, so is, why, this is a good fireside yep. in fall and yep. you know in early spring, something like that. Maybe winter. It's a good winter beer. It'd work. Mm-hmm. Eh, I'd say it's worth a try. That's my recommendation. Yeah, I'm glad I tried it. I thought it. Uh, yeah, I'm oh, glad yeah, I cheers. tried it. Nice. This one. This one is a winner. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it as always. Thanks for joining us and sharing in our ales and tales. And you can check us out on our Instagram page, the Ales and Tales Podcast. Uh, you'll also see a picture of the bottle because it's really hard to describe. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>